Guys, are you looking for the perfect gift for your kids this holiday? You know you are. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, no, I'm not. Wait, Start one. again. <laughs> Start over. Are you looking for the perfect gift for your kids this holiday? Absolutely. See? Yes. Give your kids the gift of adventure with a subscription to Little Passports. Yay. Monthly packages arrive in the mail filled with letters, souvenirs, activities, and more, each featuring a new country like Japan or Kenya. It's a fun way for kids to learn about the world right from the kitchen table. My kids love it. So will yours. Turning this car around, listeners can save 40% on their first month of Little Passports today with promo code TTCA. Learn more at littlepassports.com slash TTCA. Wow. Well, then I'm John Moltz. Wow, I'm Lex Friedman. Ow! I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. You never know where it's going to go. I want to play that final screen. That is the whole thing. You know, just because people want to see what's going to happen. It's become a thing. It's like this. Right. How long will it take you to say the words turning this car around at the intro? Like, <laughs> right. Am I going to go long and crazy? Right. Long and crazy. Or Lex. sad and depressed. Oh, exactly. Lex, the reason yeah. I did that, kind of a metal yes. David Lee Roth. Two reasons. First. You love David uh, Lee Roth. Mm-hmm. My, sis- my sister. My, my oldest child, not my sister, um, played what? for her piano recital, <laughs> Haydn. And it had some gnarly fingerings, like these notes where you had to like play the same note with all four fingers because you're doing 16th notes. And so it's like this crazy Eddie Van Halen thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, hey, Lita, we're going to listen to some Eddie Van Halen. So we listened to Eruption uh, off of the first Van Halen album. It's so great. Um, I didn't talk about that last time, did I? No, no. We talked about the recital, but not about the Eddie Van Halen stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. She's what we played. We played some Halen. Um so, uh, and also, Lex, how are your guitar lessons coming? You purchased a guitar. So, yeah, we'll do some follow-up really quick. Wow. Uh, when, when well, it's like, was I only gone for a week? When Moltz was away, and we have to hear more about that, but when Moltz was away, um, I guess you haven't listened to the episode yet, John? I have not. <laughs> we, no. uh, I've been uh, a little was, busy. I, was, I apologize. <laughs> I was talking about how <laughs> my kids want to learn to play the guitar, and I think they're probably a little too young, and... Armstrong was advising me, well, the way that they should learn to play guitar is with Rocksmith for, I don't know, the PS4 or the Xbox something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Or it also turns out you can do it for the Mac or PC. And it's like uh, you get a guitar, you plug it into their fancy USB cable, and then it's listening to you play, and it like teaches you how to play guitar. And I have yeah. started. I've now... I'm really building up some strong calluses on my fingertips, like every amateur guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very impressed by the game overall, is what I would say. So I have a, a cheapo, like $100 acoustic electric guitar that I bought, and then my mother-in-law has an electric guitar that she never uses. She's a, an accomplished guitar player, but she's always acoustic. So she mm. gave me this old electric of hers. Wow. Um, Sweet. I'm Man. mostly playing on it because the strings are much uh, thinner. Is that the word? Like less painful? Um, yeah. The action's probably and, a little lower also. Yeah, the action's lower, whatever that means. And, that means the uh, strings are good. closer to the frets. Uh, it's so, but no, it's been good. I, I'm, I'm doing well at it, and I feel like happy with my progressing. Every once in a while, though, like I'll be, you know, I, I'm doing whatever it tells me to do. So if it says, you know, you should play the games, and the games are like hilariously well done. And mm-hmm. just to paint the picture for our listeners and for John Moltz, it's got like an arcade section. I think they call it Guitarcade because why wouldn't they? And sure. When you're in there. 
it's like showing you bitmapped video game style graphics, but you play by learning to play the guitar better. So it's one game's like you have to slide from platform to platform as you escape from a bad guy, and to do that, you have to slide from fret to fret on the guitar strings. And there's like you know Street Fighter inspired games, there's first person shooter inspired games. It's hilariously well done. Anyway, I'm doing well. Every once in a while, when I go to play a song, you'd be like, okay, now play like D minor seven, but it hasn't taught me yet how to play D minor seven. So it'll show you, but it's just you know it's sliding by, and so I'll pause it and look. And I think it knows that I don't really know how to play those things, but I'm waiting for it to get to a point where it's like, okay, now you're going to sit down, you're going to learn these chords because like individual notes, whatever I can do. And I needed at some point to say, we're really going to focus on some chords now for you. Like I've learned a few. I got your F5, I've got your E5, your A5. Mm-hmm. But like at some point it needs to sit down and say, okay, Lex, we're going to do this now. And it hasn't done that yet. Here's the thing. It's meant to be an ear training exercise also to show you that you know, hey, we think you're getting close to chords. Yeah. We think you're getting close. And what will happen is as you, like, I don't know if you've gotten to a place where it goes, and it rewinds and it makes oh, you yeah. play a thing again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, it will do that when when it's time to do chords. There's also a chord exercise. There's bar chords, B-A-R-R-E. Yeah. Yes. That that drilling is important. Named for Roseanne, who uh, invented them. <laughs> um. I don't think so. Um, Trust me did you guys this? hear that dinging sound, by the way? No. I thought I heard a dog bark. Okay. I didn't hear any of it. Okay. Anyway, okay. so... Um, I, I'm apparently hearing some other podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or maybe a, a conference music. call. I think I'm hearing a conference call. It's a, it's a music podcast now. Um, yeah, apparently it is. Yeah. So, so, Lex, you, you're, you're thumbs up. Full thumbs up for Rocksmith. I'm very happy. I, the biggest thing I'm worrying about is that... Uh, in two weeks, we go on vacation, and I'll be away from the guitar for a week, and yeah. I don't want to lose these calluses I'm working. Like, I literally have a bottle of rubbing alcohol right here next to me on the desk. Yeah, you because do. I re- thank you. I read that uh, you can rub some of that on your finger because you want to keep those calluses. You don't want to moisturize those calluses. You want them to callus up. You want them to <laughs> get yeah. worse and worse. And they're like, yeah. put some alcohol on that shit, and it'll get even worse. Um, so I've been trying that. Like, already I can feel like the pain is not as painful now. It's a different kind of pain. Right. It's now so, the pain of I can't play the guitar. Right. I'm getting there, though. I, I, but so I'm very happy. And I, I'm devoting an hour a day so far. I haven't missed a day yet. I've been wow. doing at least an hour each day. Like, I want to I actually learn it. Because to me, it's like, now that I've talked to you about it, I've talked to our hundreds of thousands of listeners about it. Like, mm-hmm. it would be so embarrassing to, to not get buy this and not learn it, right? So I want to yeah. learn it. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm working at it. And my wife was eavesdropping on me practicing one day. She's like, wow, you are definitely learning to play the guitar. So there you go. Nice. Awesome. Like your usual, usual jerk off stuff that you do. Yeah. So that's me. Uh, So are you? You're. You're. You have the Mac version. Yes, I got it for the Mac. I don't have any of the consoles that they make it for. Uh, They. They. It includes the. First of all, buy it from Amazon because if you buy from their website, it's like thirty more dollars. It includes the cable to plug your guitar in. And I was actually really unhappy. Like day two, it got really like the latency was terrible. You'd play it and hear it like a yeah. half second later yeah. and the static was horrible and like it, i could barely hear the guitar notes and i went through all their debugging like i i noticed the problem when i started practicing at 9 p.m and their support line closes at 9 p.m i was like ah <laughs> and so that's the sound i made mm-hmm. and it's yeah. also what the guitar sounded like and mm-hmm. eventually i went through all their steps you're like you know restart this try this thing unplug and replug whatever and they're like oh by the way you might not have noticed, but the cable itself has a part that can detach. So just detach it and reattach it, and that'll—that's like the final step. Why mm-hmm. that's not step one is beyond me because it was the <laughs> easiest thing to do, and it fixed the problem. So if you're having trouble with your uh, guitar smith, just unplug and replug that thingy. All right, it's all it'll part work. of the—it's all part of the guitar learning process, like yeah. 
if you're on yeah. stage, you know, why isn't my guitar working? The first thing you were going to look at is plugging things in. Yeah. Right. So now I've learned. I learned. Sweet. So, John, you missed this whole thing, this guitar experience last time. I did. You were not here. What, the, gu- the guitar what's your experience. Problem? Uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was in the hospital for a few days. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, actually, I have a cold now. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, never go to the hospital. <laughs> this is not about me as much as I try to make it about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No, uh, so last, gosh, not this past Monday, the Monday before, yeah. Um, Hank woke up with some pain and Karen took her to the emergency room and they were like, well, it's probably this one thing. Let's just, you know, it's probably just muscle strain. Um, so take him home. So, so took him home and it just got worse and worse throughout the day. So about, and then about five thirty, threw up. So we're like, that's also not good. So we took him back to the emergency room and, they're like, yeah, this is not, yeah, okay, right, got it. Um, and but it took, still took like seven hours to yeah. really kind of nail it down yeah. with a battery of tests. Um, and then they th- they thought, well, we think it's this, we think it's this, uh, but we need to do a little exploration to figure it out. Oh boy! Oh no! That's <laughs> so never. That's never. about. Well, it, it kind of, well, it was like, at least we were getting someplace, you know, after being there for seven hours, sure. it was kind of like, <clears throat> where's this, you know, this should be going someplace quick because he's in, he's in pain and it's not a lot of fun for anybody involved here. Um, so they, uh, about one o'clock, one thirty in the morning, they did a, a small surgery um, that he went under and, you know, it only, t- I mean, the whole thing took like a, I mean, the surgery itself took like a half an hour maybe. And... And they were, and then they came out and they're like, "Yep, it's 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 an infection. It's okay." Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there were a couple other things that we were concerned that it might be. And I'm being oblique here because I don't want to go into the details. Um, there were a couple other things that we were m- more serious things that we were a possibility, yep. but did not seem at that point did not seem likely. So they needed to do the exploratory surgery just to rule those out. <sighs> and yeah, and so that was yeah, that was. Good. I mean, it was good news. It was just, it was an infection. Uh, but, you know, he was going to be now, you know, having been opened up a little bit, he, it, he was going to have a reco- fairly long recovery period. And it's, lo- it's even longer than, than it turned out as, as we thought mm. that we that we thought at the time. But, uh, but that's okay. He's, he's, um, so he stayed in the hospital through Thursday. And so we slept in the hospital with him, and then, oh my and then God. which was yeah, which was not really very much fun because you know when you say sleep, sleep in a hospital, sleep is in quotes because nobody mm-hmm. sleeps in a hospital. No, there's no you sleep. might nap, you might nap in a hospital, but you do not sleep in a hospital. Right. Your body might uh, occasionally shut down. In yes, the right. <laughs> you may fail to, <laughs> yeah. to to proceed. However, there's no sleep happening um, oh, because man. they they you know first of all it's noisy. And the people, you know, the people who work in the hospital at two o'clock in the morning don't realize that they're working at two o'clock in the morning because it's oh, their work, and their they work just, day. Yeah, they just don't give they're a just, shit. They're it's banging so around and talking yeah. real loud, and you know, that's and like, they come in and they flick on the lights like full blast. They just they don't. Well, care. they were pretty. They were pretty sensitive about that I mean, because you know, like maybe because we were in the kids, <laughs> the kids <laughs> section, uh, but they they tried. But there's only so much that they can do because every damn machine makes a noise. You know, every damn machine goes beep, boop, 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 bo
um, and really so, good. And they would have they have to come in periodically to check his vital signs, make sure everything's going okay. And you know, it's like every three hours or so. Yep. So you know, it's like just as you're dozing off again, they're back in there uh, checking his around signs. And, and yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and you know, they got to take his blood pressure. They have to. I mean, it's the whole thing is just a freaking nightmare. So uh, he came home Thursday. And, uh, you know, he's, he had a lot of trouble walking um, because it was his, his, sort of his abdomen a- area. And mm. uh, he's, so he's been on the couch. He's been sleeping on the couch for the last five days. Where, where are we? No, like week, last week now. Um, and tonight, tonight we're going to get him back upstairs. <laughs> but oh he's going to be home through, he's going to be home through um, Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because we, we took him we took him to the doctor yesterday for the follow up appointment and uh and Karen was thinking, well maybe he'll go to go to school for like a half day on Thursday. But I was uh, not thinking that. I was not thinking that at all. I didn't even know uh-huh. she she had mentioned that to him and he was like, What? Um and I did not but it was like when I was out of the room, because I was not thinking there's I was thinking there's no way he's going at least until Monday. Now is he still um, in pain? He's still in a little pain, but I mean, not in ge- not general. It's like more like when he's moving. Um, oh, so, so he's just he's as static as possible. Static, yeah. I mean, static. Games. He's fine, but when he yeah. gets up to move around, he's in pain. So that's why I was like, he can't like he can't carry his book bag, and I mean, there's no way. Mm-mm. So anyway, he's gonna be he's gonna be home for <laughs> quite a bit yet. <laughs> is is he stressed about the amount of school he's missing, or he's like whatever? Uh, he's happy about the amount of school he's missing, um, and he is uh, in denial that he ever has to go back. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, and we've we've done a little bit of school work with him so far, and we're you know that's going to start ramping up now uh, to try and get him back to where he needs to be, and so he's mm. not going to be he's not going to be happy about that part. But damn, that's part of that's also part of like pushing him back to. Yeah. to go to school right well it's like, we're, it's we're, like you're we're not gonna glad. completely miss it <laughs> we're, we're all glad he's doing better yeah and that he's on the mend so that's yeah good. yeah wow. <laughs> forgive me in advance but you know what else we're glad about <laughs> <laughs> what are we what are we glad about lex Listen, I know our listeners have heard me talk about sleep number a lot. I have a sleep number bed. It's really improved my sleep dramatically. Last time when Moltz wasn't here, I told John Armstrong about the new sleep number pillow that I was using, although the, the ad copy wasn't updated with yet. They just sent me the pillow, and I told him I'm a pillow snob, and I've been loving it, and now I finally get to talk about it with the actual information. The sleep number temperature balancing pillow is a breakthrough for people who sleep too warm or too cool. You can sleep at the perfect temperature with a pillow that adapts to you. Uh, so I've been sleeping on this pillow in my sleep number bed for more than like two weeks now. And I love it. It's my favorite pillow of my life. And like I said last time, I really do love pillows. As regular listeners know, my sleep number setting is 85. My wife's is uh, now 40. Um, so she's sleeping with a much you know softer mattress than I am, but it's all one bed. Incredible. It's magic. The sleep number temperature balancing pillow is super cool um i will tell you the temperature piece is great but it's also just super comfortable it's just like it's at the right level of squishy and firm and my head is very happy on it it absorbs excess heat releases it as you cool so you sleep just right and it has something they call outlast technology which keeps you comfortable and dry by regulating your temperature for a better night's sleep so 
I want you, as, as you know, I told you my sleep, oh, I didn't actually, but my sleep IQ score last night was, wait for it, 91. So the bed tracks your sleeping for you every wow. single night. And I crushed Lauren, who only had a 73. So come to You're a sleep number store and see all the innovative gifts for better sleep. Right now, you can save 30% on the temperature balancing pillow. It's worth it. So go to any sleep number store. There are 475 sleep number stores nationwide. No better sleep at any one of them. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them Lex with turning this car around sent you. Again, Go to sleepnumber.com, find one of their stores, go there, check out the pillow. It's awesome. Tell them Lex with turning this car around sent you. You can save 30% if you tell them that. So word up. Our thanks to Sleep Number for continuing to support TTCA. They need a Sleep Number bed at that hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Because like the thing, the couch, the couch thing that they have for you to sleep on, it doesn't, it doesn't pull out so that it, it doesn't fully recline. So it's like the head part is, is inclined. Hmm. And you just like you can't. Yeah. And wait, you, and you were sharing that with with Karen too. You yes. both on. Oh my yeah. god, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a full size. You know, yeah, not big enough. Not big enough. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, so I'm glad. We're, so we're all. I mean, well, you know, I, he was kind of enjoying the hospital because <laughs> you know he was on enough medication that he could sleep no matter what. Right. Um, and and he was just lying there um, watching cartoons all day. <laughs> so uh, on the hospital TV or on an iPad? On the os- hospital TV. Oh, and then oh, but late late in the stay. Well, I guess like the last day, we started watching James Bond movies. Oh, uh, which he had never seen before. Oh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, we watched a mess. Of, we watched uh, I think three of the four Pierce Brosnan movies. Both of the Does that include Timothy Dalton's. Yeah, yes, that it did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. We, uh, I can't remember what was the TV series it was in. Uh, uh, Remington Steel. Remington mm. Steel. Yeah, but yeah, yes, but none of Remington Steel. Uh, um, to be clear, though, just really quick, Pierce Brosnan's best movie is The Thomas Crown Affair. Just want to make sure we all agree. That's a good movie. I, I, I'm, I have no, I have nothing that I would put above, I, that I can think of that I would put above that. Okay, I, and Plus, I think it's they're de- it's definitely better than the Bond movies. Yeah, because those Rene are Rousseau, Rousseau, is all I'm going to say. Yes, that's true. And also, also yes, also Rene Russo. Um, mm. I think the first the first one the first Bond movie he's in is not bad. Um, I get the names all mixed up. The names, the, the particularly of his era, the, those names all run together for me. I can't, yeah. I can't separate them. Um, so two, both of the Timothy Dalton movies, and then uh, several of the Roger Moore. Wow. We, never, we did not get back to uh, to Sean Connery, but did he enjoy them? He did. Yeah, he really liked them. Um, I started playing the first. Uh, what's the new guy? Um, Daniel Craig. Line. Daniel Craig. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig movie, and he was like, "No, nah, let's go back to the other ones." I mean, I think that I think the kind of the kind of slow pace mm. and mm-hmm. uh, and. And sort of cheesy special effects was was kind of a comfort, given his ah, situation yes. and the updated, um, you know, the the more real and visceral movie was was too much. Well, too, yeah, too too much too, uh, excitement for the healing process. Yes. Speaking exactly. though of of movie stars, does anybody here have a story they want to share about movie stars, John <laughs> Armstrong? Um. Well. Uh, I don't know. Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. I thought you had a Harrison Ford story to share with us. Oh, <laughs> no, that was joking. So uh, apparently, though, Star Wars breaking news. Um, <laughs> just I guess it. there was some sort of fan situation and they were chatting with somebody and then all of a sudden Harrison Ford popped in. Like there was like a Star Wars dot com thing or something. And um, oh, I saw I a Mashable see. like this woman was freaking out. So, of course, the Mashable <laughs> headline is you're not going to believe these um, fan reactions when Harrison Ford shows up on their video chat or whatever. So. Um, oh, okay. 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 So you don't have a Harrison Ford story? No, I'd bang him. I mean, that's my story. Well, speaking of sex, I do have a sex story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See how it all flows together? It's so good. With Harrison so Ford? Tight today. Just so tight. I'm, I'm having sex with Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm, and sure. And as you do. Mm-hmm. No, so I don't remember exactly how uh, well, the topic his picture came his picture. up. <laughs> <laughs> but last night at the dinner table, I'm having sex. No, last night at the dinner table, um, <laughs> Anya on, was, on the dinner table, Anya, who's who is nine, was asking, was saying something about how, um, you know, she <clears throat> looks more like mommy because she's really like biologically, she's just mommies. Oh yeah, we were talking about like birth siblings and blood relations, and uh, she was saying, yeah, so she was saying like she's only related to um, my wife's sister's new husband by marriage which is accurate mm-hmm. and, she, and she's saying like but she's rating related to you know other freedmen's meaning me i guess and my grandparents she's related to them by marriage as well and lauren and i are like well no with daddy related by blood she's like well not really like he's my daddy but like i came from you mom uh, and we're like well no you're you're a mix of the cells right you know it's it's the cells from the daddy and the cells from the mommy and she's like you know that's the part that always confuses me when i hear about how where babies come from because i just don't understand how do the cells get from the daddy into the mommy mm-hmm. <laughs> every time Point, pointed look every time this has come up uh i've been away mm-hmm. and lauren's like well we'll talk about this when daddy's back and then i'm like we should just bring it up even though she's not remembering that she wanted <laughs> she, to know like we should get ahead of this and not be behind and, and like, she oh, said this in just... fact she said the same thing even though you were there yeah we and should so, talk about this when daddy gets back i said lauren we're doing this now and the other uh, the others were like yeah we would know about this too and i'm like well we're going to talk to you about one-on-one uh spoiler alert the other two forgot so we only talked to anya um <laughs> but <laughs> so we we take anya into <laughs> look the, something shiny yeah, we take Anya into the living room. We told the kids they could listen to the Hamilton soundtrack on the Alexa speaker, and so they did, uh, the other two. But so we take Anya into the living room, and you know, I take a minute to compose myself. Lauren does the same, and then we just, like, we're into it. Like, we're just, I'm, I'm explaining, you know, I don't know if you guys know, by the way, but it involves <laughs> penises and vaginas. What? And whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So, keep going, sorry, keep going. And then she's like, you know, she wants to know, does she have an egg inside her? And Lauren says, indeed, she does. Um... And, but then she's like, uh, does it hurt? <laughs> and, um, mm. we just went, nope, nope, it doesn't. I mean, we didn't get into sometimes like it can't, we just said, no, we went with the no. And she's like, is that the only way? <laughs> like if I have a husband, will, is that how he'll have to do it? I'm like, well, that'll, I mean, that's, the, I didn't get into test two babies or anything else. I was like, mm. that's Turkey pretty much, that's, that's that's the way it happens. Uh, you and your husband wouldn't necessarily have to. You would make whatever decision was right for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lauren, like, I, I feel like, okay, we're done. We got through this. She's she's handling it really well. She's asking some questions. She's like, could my body do that now? We're like, nope, nope, no, it could not. She's like, well, when, when could my body do that? And I, I said 50. Um, and then she's like, well, you're not 50. <laughs> and I said, okay, so not 50. She's like, well, so when would my body be ready? And Lauren's like, well, that's another conversation. Um, 
but it'll happen, you know, uh, as you're getting older and before you, um, you know, <laughs> when you're married to a man of my choosing. <laughs> right. Well, so what we said was, you know, by the time you're married, your body will be ready. Um, uh, so no getting married today. And, um, <laughs> but then so Lauren's like, just, do you know what the word is for, for that? You know, when, when the penis goes in the vagina and I was like, nope. And then there's just <clears> dead <throat> silence. And Lauren's like, oh, I thought daddy was going to tell you. And I'm like, you brought it up. I wasn't going to get into like, and, so, and I'm like, you mean the word that rhymes with my name, right? And she's like, yes. And so mm. I, we say, I tell her, you know, that's called sex. And then we, Lauren said it also. Some people call it intercourse, but nobody really says that. Um, except that's all I'm going to call it from now on. And finally, <laughs> we ended the conversation with an analogy to Santa Claus, which was, you know, Anya happens to know the truth about Santa Claus, but most of her peers do uh, not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, you know, this is something that you can talk about with grownups. And this one you talk about specifically with grownups who are your family. Like you can talk about this with mommy and with daddy, uh, but you're not going to talk about it with other kids at school because it's up to their parents when they teach them some of those things. And she's like, why? Uh, why? Like, why is it a thing at all? And I'm like, well, it's, you know, on, you know how you hate when we say things like poopy and butt? And she's like, mm. like, well, some kids have a really hard time taking it seriously if you say words like penis and vagina. And so that's why. Um, but we got through it. I was proud of us. We did it. One kid down, two to go. Oh. And um, Lauren's like fearful that we've now destroyed Anya's innocence. But I think Anya's like totally <laughs> over it. Totally over it. Yeah. Innocence. I mean, that's a weird thing. You right? got to do it. You got to do it sometime. Yeah. I mean, one. Like a band-aid. I've been seeing some stuff too. Like I just sent you guys a couple of purity ball links, Lex, just to kind of paint another <laughs> picture saw, for you. I saw. Yeah. Uh, there's been some kind of moves about like, you know, if I'm going to teach my kids about driving, why wouldn't I teach them also about sex? Sure. Um, like that's part of the rite of passage is to learn. I mean, you know, you're, you're not hiding the, the sexuality from them. I think that's worse than just saying, you know, here's what happens. Like to this day, I'm, I may be scarred because my father, I don't know, I'm probably scarred from other reasons, but really it's, we were in a, uh, I was like 13 or 12. My dad, we're in the doctor's office and for whatever reason, we're in the, the, um, examination room with the girl parts on the wall. So it's like the half section of the body and it's the, you know, ovaries and uterus all the stuff. And my dad's like, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know how this all works, right? <sighs> That's it. That was the talk that I got from my dad. I, I think I have told you once that when my dad started the conversation with me, he said, you know how the car pulls into the garage? And my dad <laughs> was like, nope, 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 nope. So that, but that's how it started. So every time I pull into the garage, <laughs> you pull out and you pull back, you in. know what pull I'm out, thinking. You pull, of. Back in, pull, out, pull back in. <laughs> Oh boy. Which is why you have an electric car. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's always charged up and ready. Uh, so listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, just, just, just to complete the circle, uh, the conversation that I, I got with my, my dad was there, there was no conversation with my dad. <laughs> Would you like me to explain to you more? Like Zero, some of that nothing. news for you just I, now? What I, was I just learned it on the street by watching animals. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so many animals. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well listen i don't know uh, if i, I want to wanna... have that in my head right now the image of you <laughs> and your gang of young toughs looking at animals <laughs> boinking in the streets like i'm trying to clean up my life i know that, that image is in my head a lot of the time mm. oh you're trying to clean up your language is that for your kids or for the podcast benefit or what it's just you know i just i'm, I'm just trying to clean it up a little bit lux i'm just it's a personal 
Okay. Cool. Well, listen, but I, it's going to fail very. He's quickly. trying to do a segue. Let him do a segue. I just uh, there's uh, we were talking no. about parents struggling with issues. So there's one other parenting issue struggle to talk about. Every mm. parent today mm. is dealing with this new issue that has us all scratching our heads. Which How is? the hell? And that's what it says in the copy, John. I'm not swearing. How the hell do we help our kids strike a healthy balance with technology? Mm. I want my kids to explore, create, and connect with their mobile devices, and yes. I genuinely do. But I also I don't want their screen time habits to get out of hand. Everybody who listens to the show knows that I think about it obsessively. Mm-hmm. It's a constant push and pull, and it can be incredibly exhausting. Luckily, as we told you last time, there is an awesome solution out there called Our Pact. Yes. O-U-R-P-A-C-T. It's an app that allows parents to guide their children's mobile device habits through schedules or out-of-touch blocking. Internet and apps disappear at the times you want them to. Maybe it's bedtime, family dinners, during school hours, and they reappear when you say it's all good. The app is free. It's reliable, and it's easy to both set up and use. And I know, because I tried it. You can add as many kids as you want. And did I mention? It's free. I have three kids, and it's free for all three of them. No in-app catches or anything else. It's genuinely 100% free as in beer. It's just an awesome tool for awesome parents that lets awesome kids balance the use of their awesome devices. Lots of awesome. Like, plethoras of awesome. I've Mm. been using it, and I'm a fan. I think you'll enjoy it too. Download it right now at ourpact.com slash car. O-U-R-P-A-C-T dot com slash car. That's ourpact.com slash car. Welcome to the simple side. Definitely worth your time. Check it out. Uh, if you have kids whose iOS use you want to monitor and control, you should check it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I will actually do that. I will literally do that. Nice. So, <laughs> sex. So, uh, I'm just, I'm looking at the at a search result page, and I think there's two groups that I'm going to quote here uh, on each side of the political spectrum, because sex is political uh, in America. So, uh, we have focus on the family. Uh, they have a complete guide to what to teach about sex. To not, to not talking to your kids about sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically it's about God having a lot of God in there, which, you know, not in a sexual way, but just that God's important. And then, um, the Planned Parenthood one is like, there's a video involved. It's animated. It looks interesting. Um, and it talks about, uh, like that it's important to start early in childhood, but, uh, because it's never, you know, it's never too late. Um, but, uh, there's some interesting resources on both of those websites. Uh, mm. For parents who might need it, but I think one of the things like John Moltz because he doesn't know about sex yet, right? One of the <laughs> things that came up, <laughs> re, I think parents of daughters have this a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say because I don't have a boy, but I just in my experience, fathers of daughters have some issues around their daughters <laughs> growing into women and being sexual. And, um, I think that's where we have, uh, a phenomena in America called purity balls. No, they're not talking about someone's testicles. <laughs> they're talking about crazy dads who seriously are way up in their daughter's business in really creepy ways. Not literally. Mm-mm. But some of those photos are really like scary. Oh no. The photos that you, uh, you're going to have to put these in the show notes, but these photos are disturbing. No question. I mean, you know, I don't know if listeners know this, but there was an exchange uh, a few months ago using a service called Giphy. And um, one of the gifts that came out of that was 
uh, for the keyword Dutch. And um, let's leave it there. But there's a in the gif, there's a gentleman who is singing on stage with a young boy. Oh my God, and the yes. older man seems to have some problems uh, that he can't control on stage. And um, it's really quite something to see. It's very um, weird. Yeah. But I'm having that same uh, vibe. Yeah. And apparently the dad is like the keeper of the, you know, the virginity now, which no. Yeah. And so one of the dads in this article that John sent us here describes it as, you know, my daughter's, uh, she's married to Jesus and I, uh, mm. as her father am her boyfriend. And that is just, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fucked up straight up. Yeah. Language well, is out the window the on that one. Thing going? Yeah. Okay. Fucked <laughs> but, up yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. So not good. Yeah. Back to the F word now. <clears throat> yeah. It's just wrong. That's wrong. Uh, the, in that photo, the, oh which one, the photo Tiger was, you know, Jesus photo? Where, not the Tiger Jesus photo for, for Moltz, <laughs> but the photo you sent of where it's the father-daughter combos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a dad who's really seemingly like nuzzling. Yes. There's two dads who are just there. Mm-hmm. And then, and I believe they're all in prayer based on that. And then there's absent daddy. Right, mm-hmm. no, but the, no, 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 they're not absent. They're just next to each other, right? They're, they're, but they won't touch. Like there's one father and daughter who are like so pure that he won't even touch the daughter apparently. Right. <laughs> well, know. that's kind of better than the, some of the other options. Yeah. <laughs> I want Seeming, to go home. Seemingly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a country. Well, Hank has now started asking um, how Things non-heterosexual happen. couples have sex. Hank has oh. known about sex for a while now um, mm. because of my wife. Um, and uh, um, he's... Okay. <laughs> she was... What, she told him like the first time he asked. Like the oh, okay. first time she... Like the first time he asked, she was, she was just like happens like this yep, she's like i'm not I'm lying to him i'm not lying to him and yeah just the terms right just throwing down detail, the terms but, too you know it's just like basically said this is how this is how it goes um so now he's kind of wondering like you know how, how do other you know non-heterosexual mm-hmm. couples go at it have you answered so, that one? Uh, well she has <laughs> 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 Uh, can we get her to guest appear on this show and explain? No, this too? she is not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> I'm wondering why is it so awkward? Why is it such a thing? I mean, it's part of human nature. Yeah. And we right. live in a time where like, it's not so judgy, like, you know, talking to kids about it. I don't think is a, is, has near the stigma that it did when I was growing up. No, I, I think it's just, it's difficult because one, I, you'd mentioned it with daughters, but I think just in general, parents don't typically, with the exception of like Justin Bieber's dad and others of his ilk, they don't want to think about their kids having sex, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there is like, there is a world before you think about sex all the time <laughs> and a world after it, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, the world after that too. Um, <laughs> but there's a time when your kids know nothing about it, right? And so to tell them is it's uh, moving them into adulthood and it's moving them yeah. into um, like the funny, silly, sexy, naked part of adulthood, right? Well, wait, wait, and, wait, wait, wait. It's I don't get that. How is it moving them into adulthood? I was giving them a little knowledge about terminology. Uh, well, it's not just the terminology, right? It's, it's not just the penises and vaginas exist. It's, you know, they can fit together in certain ways. And like, it's, I, I understand what you're saying. And I think that you're right that it shouldn't be difficult. But I think the reason that it is difficult for many of us, myself included, is because it's typically, I I would not talk to my kids about sex in general. I don't want to know necessarily about 
their sex lives and I don't want to tell them, Hey, your mom and I boned last night. Like it's just, well, I don't think kids are asking that information. True. Um, yeah, they're definitely not that, asking that. Information. <laughs> that's information that <laughs> they're, they're actually, they're doing the opposite of asking for that information. Yes. Please do not tell us. Yeah. Do not under any circumstances. Tell us when you phoned, <laughs> please, but do keep calling it boning <laughs> dad. Cause that's, cause that's super hot. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do you just talk to your like was this an easy did you have this combo with your kids john did that fall on you which john me i guess you said kids. armstrong um <clears throat> no uh it happened uh what happened was i think a circumstance arose where the girls were with their mother and so it, that happened with them but then she told me their mother said listen i've had this conversation and it I asked, you know, when it was my, my time with the girls to have them, this is back when I lived in Salt Lake full time. I said, you know, Hey, you got any questions? Cause you know, I know it can be a thing and, and there's another part to this. That's the guy part. And so if you ever want to know anything and she got super quiet, embarrassed, and she's like that anyway about, I could be talking to her about star Wars and she might get like, please stop talking. So <laughs> it's not, I don't know. I can't get a beat if that's necessarily uh, because of sex or if it's because of something else, but it's, I've tried to just be really frank, but my girlfriend and most women I know who have, who talk about it with their kids, very just matter of fact, frank, like it's no big deal. Here's the story moving on. Let's watch, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark again for the 50th time. Like whatever, like here's some bullet points and PS we're moving on to dinner now. So there's, there's not like this big, like weighty uh, thing. It's just like, oh yeah, testicles, the end. All right, let's go. You know, like next. So, um, or, you know, ovaries, vagina, labia, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's just it. Well, done. We're You're just on. throwing out random, Penis. like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's random it's body parts, like that. Yeah. You're hearing, I'm learning so much. You're hearing you these words, but there's not this giant, like, well, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, well, um, <clears throat> so yeah. you know that boys and girls are different. You know, there's none of that. Just boom, down yeah. the line. That, I mean, that's There's what, no that's whips involved, by the way. That was just she's trying not. She's trying not to. Karen's trying not to stigmatize the conversation. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Which I think is you know, which is what we should do. I just can't. <laughs> I'm just an idiot. Well, and I will say <laughs> when, when we <laughs> when we started the conversation last night, you know, because it was a thing. Right, we left the table and went to another place. Left the dinner table. And I'm like, listen. First off, you should know this is a totally great question, and you're free to ask about it any time. And you know, except dinner time. No, no, no. Like the first thing you have to know is that it's totally chill, totally cool. Happy to talk about it at great length. Um, uh, Great awkward length. Forty-five minute preamble. Yeah, but no. So I like I I wanted I wanted to set the stage, especially like when when Anya was like you're like filibustering a bill. No, no. I I wanted to make sure that she knew that it was okay. Like because I thought that maybe we would get we'd get tongue tied. I thought maybe or we'd giggle or something. I wanted her to know it was totally fine. Because like exactly to Armstrong's point, like I wanted her to know this is totally cool. You've done nothing wrong. There's nothing awkward or bad here. Um, And. So then the only time Lauren and I really had to pull ourselves together, we didn't like laugh in her face. It was just like we got some giant um, shit-eating grins on our faces, mm-hmm. I would guess, mm-hmm. um, was when she was like, well, so wait, can, 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 I, can, can I do that? Can my body do that now? Like, could a penis go in my vagina? Like, uh, <laughs> No. That's, that's a big no on that one. Nope. No. 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 We're going to go with no. <clears throat> PS security um, ball, 8 o'clock. Let's go. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we're going actually tonight to the Purity Ball. Get your nicest uh, dress on. <laughs> um, you know, I keep thinking snuggling about this. Snuggling or non-snuggling? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's what they, they ask when you arrive at the, at the Purity Ball. Snuggling or non-snuggling? Snuggling side, non-snuggling side. Super, super creepy or not creepy? So or Partially, just partially creepy. I, I keep coming back to if I, you know, I want my kids to be happy. That's really the thing, right? I want them to be happy. And part of that is to be able to have a fulfilling life. And that includes sexuality. I don't want my girls to be all freaked out about stuff. Whatever. Like, you know, like I I want them to be like, Hey, this is awesome. PS. I'm going to use birth control and I'm going to be super safe and condoms and the rest of it. Like, yay, the end. But you know, I think that's that's on us. I mean, I think that's on the parents. We gotta we gotta provide the groundwork so that you know it's all cool. I do think there's a yes. shorthand that women have with each other, and that they don't. I don't think a daughter is gonna maybe that 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 exists in in the world, but I don't know of it. But what exists? I'm where a daughter? Me. I'm getting there. Where a daughter <laughs> is able to go to their father. I was making out last night and I had some special feelings in my pants. You know, like I, that <laughs> conversation, I've never heard that happening. Whereas I've heard anecdotally from women that they had that conversation with their mother. Like I was dancing and I felt something and what was that? And, or whatever, like, you know, I think it was this, is that true? That, like the clarification well, questions, but they don't, I that's think not there a is dad some thing. Gender, it's, I think there's some gender alignment that happens there. Cause I remember, this is God. All right. Should we go into true mortification territory? <clears throat> I think, I remember isn't that what we embrace on the show? As yeah, a right. young boy, I don't, I can't tell you how old, mm-hmm. um, but like single digits, probably somewhere around, somewhere between eight and nine. Um, I noticed that if I thought about it <laughs> a lot, that I could make my mm-hmm. penis go in different directions mm-hmm. and make it go up and down. Okay. And I was, I kept thinking, you know, I, I'm going to have to ask my dad about this. Like, uh, scientists are going to want to interview me. Like, this is, this is, a, this is a big deal. And like, like, and this is, I had this thought process and I had it for a couple days. And then, like, somehow the timing worked out where uh, I didn't say anything. And just around that time, like, I learned just enough to understand more about what was happening. Um, but like I was ready to like, I was embarrassed about it because you know, it's a penis and you keep your penis hidden most of the time. At least I do. I don't know about you guys. And nope. I was like, I, I feel like I have to have this conversation. Like that was, that was my thought process. Like I, I'm going to have to talk about it because this is remarkable what's happening here. And, uh, but I was ready, but I think you're right that it's, I think that's a difficult cross gender conversation. Um, cause you know, what does my mom know about penises? That, that, well, Don't or what does my that. dad know about that? <laughs> I mean, or what is you know? Yeah, exactly. Or what does my dad know about vaginas? Exactly. Here's the thing. I think. I think <laughs> there's. It's pronounced fajita. Ah, thank you. Supreme. So, um, <laughs> oh, there's so many places I could keep going. I'm not going to no, stop. No, stopping, no, stopping, no, stopping no, with no. the whipped cream. So yeah. anyway, um, <clears throat> sorry, sour cream. Uh, so oh my God. the point is. Uh, that I think there's the part of this is about the socialization aspect that I think women inherently have. I've never seen an outlier to this, whether 
a woman is a lesbian, same you know, or same sex attract, whatever, however they identify, transgender, whatever. There's a way that women talk together that there's a frankness to it that I remember sort of learning about this as I entered my twenties and how like you would hear your girlfriend or someone you're dating talk to their friends or you to them talk, they would say to you, Oh yes, I've already told them about your, you know, penis size or whatever it is. And they're just really frank with one another. Wait, really? Well, (laughs) that was an example uh, that was thrown out. And I think they didn't mean to say that. However, uh, I've seized upon that as the sort of <laughs> the go-to. Uh, well, yeah, that's example. like oh, so you're talking about how big your partners, you know. So you're sa- you're saying talking about your about their partners? Yes, not just that, but just not just yeah, talking about their partners. Right, but there's I like think... an openness and a frankness. Like but they'll they'll share all kinds of things that they wouldn't share with yeah. a, a opposite sex or opposite I... sex attracted situation. Yeah. Well. It... Yeah, I mean, I think there's also, like, about their business, they're more open. Um, yes, Like, true. things that are going on with their business. Right, um, right. The whereas, like, exactly. when I had, like, when I had a, I had a, um, I had a prostate infection years ago. Oh, which, I'm so sorry. Don't, do not, do not get one. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> like, uh, they don't noted. even really know how it happens. But don't get one. <laughs> wow. So that, I'll just lay that on you. Um, and I didn't want to talk about it to anybody. I mean, I didn't want to go, I mean, like, I you know, was going to the doctor, but uh, I wasn't going to tell people about it, like my my buddies, because it just was horrible. And like, they don't want to know about that. Why would I talk to them about that? But mm. I think women, you know, would talk about th- more more likely to talk about things that are similar in nature. Um, I'm kind of stuck. That, on ha- <clears throat> that happened to their biz. <laughs> I, I think uh, I just wanted to share a brief prostate moment. Um, oh yeah, please. Go right it is Movember. Uh, so <laughs> I remember uh, in Provo, Utah, where I went to school, um, to quote Fletch, two words together that are fantastic, Provo and Utah. Um, I, I had a doctor who was super old. He, like, he, he had a, equipment in his office that was like 1940s, 50s era. Rusty. And, yeah. Like sh- electrical devices that should not be. That was his name, in. and the and the uh, devices were also rusty. Yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Dr. Rusty. So I'm sitting in one of the waiting rooms, and out in the lobby is an old couple, and the old man, it just cannot be quiet about his prostate, except for he doesn't pronounce it prostate. My prostate. My prostate. And then he goes. Yeah. He starts talking about how it's record breaking, and he's seen four doctors, and it's the biggest one in the state. My prostate oh is the biggest one in the state. <laughs> gonna... It rhymes the way when you mispronounce it. Right. It's very impressive. I think that's maybe why he was mispronouncing it. There uh, can only be one. That's right. Right. Yeah. It, and it engages in sword fights with other prostates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has to cut the head off of another prostate to gain its energy. Is, is there a quickening? <laughs> there's, oh, oh, there's definitely a quickening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, just the sex conversation reminds me that I think also when Maltz was gone, I was talking to Armstrong about um, the Snuggie Sutra. Yes. Uh, you know, a human book I wrote about the Kama Sutra, but with Snuggies and how if my kids find it, are they going to freak out? Like, hey, dad, did you write this book about <laughs> sex and stuff? And John was like, you got to just own it and you're going to love it. It's fine. Yes, daddy wrote this funny book. 
Um, and so then this past weekend, we were at my in-laws' house, and Anya found the book. <laughs> sure, she did. <laughs> she uh, she brings it over to to Lauren. She's like, "Look, did you know Daddy wrote another book?" And I was like, "Yes." Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put this one away though. It's for grown-ups, which I think is totally fair. I think yeah. it's fair to say yes. that that book is for grown-ups. Yes, I do. Too. Um, and she has no questions about it. She didn't. And she was just like <laughs> impressed that I wrote another book. So that was good. But uh, it was funny how quickly it happened right after I talked about it with you, John. Um, life has a way of doing that. You know, how does Dr. <laughs> Ruth talk about that? Right. Do you know, grandma has a sex show on the radio? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, had, I guess Dr. Ruth's not around anymore, but. Right. Well, she doesn't seem like she would care. I'm just saying she solved that problem <laughs> is what I'm getting at. You know, she By solved it. <laughs> one, that's one option. <laughs> is she dead? Is Dr. Ruth dead? Hey Siri. Dr. Ruth. Yeah, right. Hold on. I'm Googling Is Dr. It. Ruth dead? She's still alive. Ruth Westhouse is still alive. 87 years old. Wow. Good for You're her. The You're the best, Siri. Okay. Well, we Did you know that the, Ruth is her middle name? I did not know We that. regret the error. Wow. <clears throat> she was God. born in the Weimar Republic. Yes. She was. You don't see that a lot anymore. <laughs> not a lot of people being born in the, born in the Weimar Republic anymore. Mm-hmm. She still has the accent. But yeah. just... that's what makes it so funny. Yes. And hot. I just, I just want to remind you for amending. I should remind you one more time. The perfect gift for your kids this holiday is the gift of adventure with a subscription to Little Passports. Monthly packages arrive in the mail filled with letters, souvenirs, activities, and more, each featuring a new country like Japan or Kenya. It's a fun way for kids to learn about the world right from the kitchen table. My kids actually typically do it on the kitchen floor because they unfold the whole map, but they love it. They go crazy for it every time their box hasn't come because, you know, it's been only a week since the last one. They're like, what is my next little passport coming they really do love it turning this car around listeners save 40 percent of the first month today with promo code ttca learn more at littlepassports.com slash ttca